Riders Radio Theater is on the air. It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, partners, saddle up and go. Get ready for the Cowboys show. You're a lady, you're a lady, yeah. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the Cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, riders in the sky. Two Slim, the man of many hats, Woody Powell, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Every buckaroo and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now, with the 2,129th performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. What a wonderful crowd we have here tonight. As so happens, so often happens when we have a guest, we have no time for introductions. So let me simply say, Two Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and Joey the Cow Polka King are riders in the sky. And our first song is a Fred Rose classic called The Rose of Old Pawnee. She's my rose of old Pawnee. A flower of the dawn Blooming tenderly Her memory still lingers on My angel of the night A moonlit reverie A Shines on my rose of old Pawnee. How sweet are the dreams that I hold in my heart as I go riding along. Long are the hours since we drifted apart. Deep in my heart, there's a song. Of the night, a moonlit reverie, a star of love so bright shines on my As I go riding along 
long are the hours since we drifted apart. Deep in my heart, there's a song. My angel of the night, a moonlit reverie, a star of love so bright shines on my road. There's plenty of high-fiber radio goodness yet to come, Saddle Pals, but first, this offer you can't refuse. The following is an actual reenactment. It ain't usually that hard to open a can of beans. Yes, friends, it sounds almost real when Big Zeno adds those subtle touches to Riders Radio Theater. El Fidel Larry Mammoth here with good news for you. Big Zeno's Sound Emporium is open! Yes, Big Zeno, the master of strange and exotic noises, has put all his sound effect secrets in one semi-large book entitled The Semi-Large Book of Sound Effect Secrets. That's right, cousin, this book explains in excruciating detail how to produce the famous door slam, the startling skydive, and the ever-popular three-legged horse. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, El Philo Larry, won't I need to buy a lot of overpriced high-tech equipment? No, because Big Zeno produces all these wacky sounds using only standard-issue human body parts. Unbelievable? You bet. But now's your chance to learn from the master. Amaze your friends. Confuse your enemies. Make big money at home in your spare time. You'd expect to pay 30 40 even $51 for this astonishing book at your local bookstore. But it's not available in bookstores. It's available only from Big Zeno Sound Emporium for just $9.99. That's right, just $9.99. Pick up your phone now and call 1-900-BIG-ZENO. That's 1-900-BIG-ZENO. And for the first 99 callers, we have a free gift. Big Zeno's, Big Zeno's classic book of home remedies, My Doctor Myself, with revised chapters on bruises, abrasions, and concussions. Ow! Don't delay. Call the day. That's 1-900-BIG-ZENO. 1-900-BIG-ZENO. Yellow. Big Zeno Sound Emporium. Yeah. What? The sound of Lake Erie being filled with jello. Let's see. Here it is, chapter four, large bodies of water. Okay, step one, hold your head back with mouth wide open and prepare to- For your copy of the semi-large book of sound effects secrets and your bonus gift of My Doctor Myself, call 1-900-BIG-ZENO and have your credit card handy. Not available in portions of the Pacific Northwest and parents must have children's permission to call. <laughs> and now back to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you, Texas Dick the voice that sold a million baby chicks over Border Radio. You know, every other week, guest time rolls around here on Riders Radio Theater, and Two Slims, the man that books the talent. Yeah. What name are you pulling out of your impossibly huge hat this week, Slim? Well, Ranger Doug, excitement is running high at the ranch. Our guest is a great singer and a songwriter. He's had number one records on the pop and the country charts. His new album of traditional cowboy songs called Cowboy Songs, just came out on Warner Brothers Records. Uh, he's the second guy we've had on the show from New Mexico. He's from Taos. Please make welcome Michael Martin Murphy. Howdy, fellas. <laughs> Michael. Right. What are we going to do, a cowboy song, maybe? Yeah, I guess so. This is a song uh, written by DJ O'Malley who is a Montana cowpuncher. I'm sure you've heard it. It's an old-timer. It's called When the Work's All Done This Fall, written in 1893. 
group of jolly cowboys discussing plans at ease Says one, I'll tell you something, boys, if you will listen, please I'm an old cow puncher, you see me dressed in rags Used to be a good'un, boys, and I went on great big jags I have got a home, boys, a good one you all know Although I haven't seen it since very long ago I'm going back to Dixie once more to see them all Going to see my mother when the work's all done this fall Now when I left my homeboy's mother for me cried She begged me not to go, boys, for me she would have died Mother's heart is aching, breaking for me, that's all with God's help, I'll see her when the work's all done this fall. That very night, this cowboy went out to stand his guard. Night was dark and cloudy, storming very hard. The cowboy, he got frightened, the cattle rushed in wild stampede. Cowboy tried to head them while riding at full speed While riding in the darkness so loudly did he shout Trying hard to head them and turn the herd about Saddle horse did stumble, on him it did fall He'll not see his mother when the work's all done this fall Mother, my wages, boys, the wages I've earned I am so afraid, boys, the last year I've turned Headed for a new range, I hear the master's call I'll not see my mother when the work's all done this fall Fred, you take my saddle, George, you take my bed Bill, you take my pistol after I'm dead Please think of me kindly when you look upon them all I'll not see my mother when the work's all done this fall Charlie was buried at sunrise, no tombstone for his head Nothing but a little board and this is what it said Charlie died at daybreak, he died from a fall He'll not see his mother when the work's all done this fall. Thank you, partner. Thank you, Michael. What a classic. Always makes my little Annie Laurie cry. That's that great. was great. Just great. Thank you so much. Thanks, boys. Uh, Great to be on a real cowboy music show, playing that real cowboy music like you guys always play. It sure is. It's the cowboy way. But we know you're a busy man, partner, traveling, recording, producing the big West Fest shows all over the country. Yes, but I always find time for my new gig. Your what? Your new gig? What's that? Cowboy counseling. <laughs> what? Cowboy counseling? What? Yeah, I know it sounds a little strange, Pards, but... 
I'm a big Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Western fan, and I always wanted to play the old no-name drifter, you know, the guy who rides in and kind of straightens everything out. Wow, with your gun. No, not with a gun anymore, boys. We use psychology now. Wow. I bet you run into some weird old cases traveling around the West. Boy, howdy do I. <laughs> In fact, just the other day I worked with an auto harpist with a split personality. Really? Yeah, I had delusions that he was an old Western judge named, get this, A. Period Weldon Rumproast. Well, that's fairly hard to believe. <laughs> so where's the rest of this show? <laughs> yeah, I guess I know. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a ride, fellas. Balancing careers like this just kind of keeps me running on the go all the time. Well, the we West. know what you're talking about, Michael. In addition to our career, we do a radio show. <laughs> yes, then we sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, another big Western round of applause for Michael Martin Murphy. <laughs> Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul unsung classic, Ghost Town. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode seven of the exciting Western serial, Phantom of the Valley. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, Ranger Doug has been framed by Slocum and Charlie and sentenced to 10 years in the penitentiary for crimes he didn't commit. He's free on bail, pending an appeal, but only because two Slim and Woody mortgaged the famed old Triple X Ranch to Slocum so they could post a $50,000 bond. Confused by all that had happened to him, Ranger Doug went to see Yodel, the perfect master ranger, and sought his advice. The solution to your dilemma lies in the following poetic puzzle, Ranger Doug. A hidden path. A stone, an unfound door, will test your faith until you can stand no more. But if you persevere, though you be black and blue, then the way will be revealed to you. Why must these things always be so enigmatic? To give him a starting point in solving this enigma, Yodel then told Ranger Doug to return home and walk into rocks, to which Ranger Doug said, That's it? Well, it seems like there's something else. I'll call you if I think of it. Ranger Doug then returned home and began to walk into rocks, much to the consternation of Too Slim and Woody Paul. Oh! Ranger Doug, why are you walking into rocks? 
I'm trying to crack an enigma. Looks more to me like you're cracking your head. Trust me, boys, I think I know what I'm doing. What do you do when someone says that to you? Well, definitely don't buy a used car from them. And you might consider doing what Woody and Too Slim did. Call for professional help. Hello? Hello? Uh, this is Woody Paul at the Triple X Ranch, and we need your help. It's Ranger Doug. We think he's loony as a tune. Oh, no! Ranger Doug loony as a tune! Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Time to find out, Too Slim, as we now present Episode 7 of Phantom of the Valley, entitled, And eh, What's Up, Doc? It is the afternoon of the day after Woody's call for help. Ranger Doug is lying down after a hard morning of walking into rocks. Oh. Woody and Too Slim are on the front porch waiting. Their wait ends when a big tour bus turns up the drive and pulls to a stop in front of them. The sign on the front says wildfire, but emblazoned on the side in big bold letters are the words, cowboy with no name, counselor to the stars. Wow. Gosh, hey, howdy, howdy there. Glad you could get here so quick. All right, boys, where is he? Well, he's inside resting with an ice pack on his head. Let's go. Once inside, the no-name cowboy counselor to the stars goes right to work. Why? Why what? You tell me. My head hurts. Your head hurts? Yeah. Why? Because I've been walking into rocks all day. Why? Because I'm trying to crack an enigma. Ah, uh, you've been to see the perfect master, Ranger. Yes. In that case, there's nothing I can do. You'll have to work this out on your own. This I know. So long, Ranger Doug. So long, and thanks. Here he comes! Gee! Oh. How did it go? What's wrong with him? He's cracking an enigma. That's really all it is? Yep. So long. Well, uh, how much do we owe you? How much do you think you owe me? I, uh, uh, well, uh... Think about it, boys. Think about it. Oh, well... We will. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a lot of thought. Well, I'm glad he came. Yeah, boy, that guy's fast, isn't he? As Slim and Woody watch the bus pull away, inside the ranch house, the phone begins to ring and Ranger Doug answers it. Hello, Triple X Ranch, Ranger Doug, idol of American youth speaking. Hey, TNT calling, will you accept a collect call from Yodel? Why, certainly. Go ahead, please. Ranger Doug, remember me? I remember what I forgot to tell you. Great, what is it? The rock you're supposed to walk into. It's a big pink boulder. It's shaped like Jimmy Durante's Schnozola. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me before? It's pink, shaped like Jimmy Durante's schnozola. Yes. That could only be the big pink boulder in front of Nasal Passage. This I know. Thank you, Yodel. I appreciate it. You know it is late. Gosh, after I get through this mess and on with my life, maybe, maybe some way, someday, somewhere down the road, do you think I could ever be a perfect master ranger like you? I don't know, Ranger Doug. Anybody who goes around walking into rocks, I don't know. Just a minute, Jack. You told me to do it. I told you to jump off the bridge over the river. Why? Would you do that, too? Well, until this minute, I would have. <laughs> I see. You have another valuable lesson.
wasn't to think about. Goodbye, Ranger Dad. Wait a minute, Yodel. Wait, wait. Yodel, hey. But the phone was dead and Yodel was gone. Ranger Doug was on his own once again. But he now had valuable information. He now knew where to go to solve the enigmatic poetic puzzle that Yodel had posed to him. And he wasted no time in doing so. Ranger Doug, where are you going? I'm be back soon, boys. I guess he's going to find some more rocks to walk into. Yeah, well. Meanwhile, from the back room of their land office, two moral morons are coiled to strike again. <laughs> Tonight we hit Red Pullet's place. <laughs> I don't know, boss. I hear he's a pretty tough egg. Ah, don't worry, Charlie. I'll never suspect a thing. Look in that box there beside you. This one here? Yeah. You know what, <laughs> what is it? It's like some kind of weird fur overcoat. Now you're close. It's an extra large fox costume. What? Try it on. <laughs> All right, Slocum. I, I don't get it. Charlie, oh. what does Red Pullet raise? Well, he raises chickens. You know that. All kinds of chickens. He raises more chickens than anybody in the universe, except, of course, the good folks of the old Del Rio chicken ranch. Everybody yeah, well, exactly. What scares a chicken more than anything else on earth? Oh, let me think. Uh, Colonel Sanders dropping by for dinner? Yeah, pretty good, Charlie, <laughs> but wrong. What scares a chicken most is a big fox in the hen house. Everybody knows that. You're going to be the biggest fox in the biggest hen house this side of Del Rio. <laughs> what do you think that'll do to the chickens? <laughs> I don't know, and I don't care. I don't like chickens, boss. They stink. Ah, wear a clothespin over your nose. When those chickens see you in that fox outfit, they're going to think their worst nightmares come true. They're going to panic. They're going to stampede. <laughs> hey, this could be fun. <laughs> yeah, the best fun is you're going to chase the chickens over to the suicide bluffs and run them off. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Neighbors, I don't like the sound of this at all. These <laughs> depraved, backsliding chicken rustlers have sunk as low as a sidewinder's belly. And I'll tell you right now, no good can come of this. And speaking of the good, back on the famed old Triple X Ranch, Ranger Doug has reached nasal passage and is about to walk into a big pink boulder shaped like Jimmy Durante's nose. Well, here goes. I, I sure hope this makes sense after I've done it. Oh! Oh! And look at that, nothing happened. Ranger Doug is right. Nothing happened at the time of impact between him and the rock. But as he sits there half stunned, a most amazing thing does happen. What's going on? Did I knock myself silly? It looks like that boulder is moving. The boulder is indeed moving, and Ranger Doug is, of course, not silly. No. As the huge stone slides back, it reveals a deep black hole. Beneath it, leading down into the yawning void, carved into the bedrock itself, are a series of crumbling stone steps. What was it that Yodel told me? Something about a hidden door. No, no, a what? hidden path. <laughs> a stone, an unfound door, will test your faith until you can stand no more. See, you're not standing. I also said, but if you persevere, though you'll be black and blue, and you are black and blue, then will the way be revealed to you. Yeah, yeah that was it. Well, I don't have the slightest idea what I'm getting into, but... Down those steps seems to be the next step, and almost anything is better than walking into rocks all day. But here I go. Slowly, step by step, Ranger Doug descends into the darkness below. As his right hand slides along the wall to steady his blind descent, it bumps into a rusty iron bracket, and it is a decaying torch. He takes the torch out and lights it, then continues downward. The feeble light from the eerie torch provides just enough to see his next step and reveals nothing more of his dark surroundings. That's why he fails to notice and until it is too late a tiny tripwire that stretches across the step in front of him. And when the toe of his boot hooks it, he loses his balance 
drops his torch and goes spinning off the stone steps and into the black void below. Is this the end of Ranger Doug? What lies at the bottom of this mysterious black hole? And will Slocum and Charlie succeed in their diabolical plan to put a fake fox in the hen house? To find out, meet us here, same time, same station, next week, when we present episode eight of the exciting Western serial, Phantom of the Valley, entitled The Phantom Rides. It's thrill-filled, action-jammed, compelling melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming soon to this, Theater of the Mind. And now, here again are Riders in the Sky and the no-name cowboy counselor, Michael Martin Murphy. As I was out walking one morning for the pleasure, spied a young cowpuncher riding along. His hat was thrown back and his spurs was jangling. And as he approached, he was singing this song. Whoopie tie, I Get along, you little doggies. It's your misfortune and none of my own. Whoopie tie, I Get along, little doggies. You know that Wyoming will be your new home. It's early in the springtime, we round up the doggies. We mark them, we brand them, and we bob off their tails. Round up the horses and load the chuck wagon. Throw them little doggies right out on the trail. Whoopie tie, I get along, you little doggies. It's your misfortune and none of my own. Whoopie tie, I get along, you little doggies. You know that Wyoming will be new home. You know that Wyoming. Now when I die, take my saddle from the wall, put it on my pony and lead him out of the stall. Tie my bones to his back, turn our faces to the west, and we'll ride these prairies that we love the best. Ride around, little doggies, ride around real slow, the fiery and the snuffing. Goodbye, okay. I'm leaving Cheyenne. Goodbye, okay. I'm leaving Cheyenne. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes.
Can we saddle them up and ride on this week? But tune in next time, same time, same station next week for another thrilling episode of Riders Radio Theater. So long, saddle The cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater bunk at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, Two Slims, Merck, and Dealer, Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, right to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White Street, Tennessee, 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, and directed, and performed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. The production foreman is Campfire Bird. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King, producer Lasso and Larry Ashcraft, coordinating producer Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram, chief engineer Jamboree J. Crawford, recording director Galloping George Son, sound effects Honcho Winchester Jim Springfield, and the stage manager Solid L. Ron Esposito. This is Texas Big Spenders saying so long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater.